0: everybody, it's Erin and Meg and welcome back to this week's episode of the Love You Mean It podcast. This
1: week we are so excited. We are having one of our favorite podcasters on the show, Brooke Michio. She is the part of the duo that makes up gals on the go. If you guys don't listen to their podcast, I don't really know what you're doing. We look up to them so much as like an inspiration and we just can't believe Brooke actually said yes to come on our tiny little rinky dink podcast. <laughs> So we just could not be happier.
0: Yeah, we're so excited to be recording this episode. It was really cool that Brooke even wanted to do this episode, but we're really excited to talk about everything with her from being a gal on the go to her new move, her inspirations in life, everything, just everything in between there. But before we get into the amazing interview that everybody's here for, we are going to get into everybody's favorite segment. Obviously, you guys know that our podcast is called the Love You Mina podcast. And so we have a segment every single week when we talk about what we're loving this week. And as always, Meg goes first.
1: So this week, what I'm loving is Trader Joe's. Um, we just came back from there. Erin and I just did like some grocery shopping, and I just love going in there. I get such good vibes. I so always like therapeutic and tempted by like their flowers and their plants, and I usually get them just because I love them. Like today I picked up some sunflowers and they just never fail to make me happy. And I love walking around and shopping my favorites, but also looking to see what they have that's new because they're always coming out with really cool stuff. And the part that sucks is that some of the stuff is like limited time or whatever. So you kind of have to get it while you can. But I just love going to Trader Joe's. It doesn't feel like a chore to me. Like I am looking forward to go grocery shopping when I know that I'm going to Trader Joe's. Yeah,
0: I know. I was telling the cashier, like she didn't even know this exists, but there's just instagram account i think it's called trader joe's list i'll link it down below for you guys but she's always posting new things that they have at trader joe's and all sorts of stuff and i actually told her that like one of the items that i got they're like buffalo chicken style poppers it's they're megan and i were saying that it comes like spanakopita but it's buffalo chicken and think it's like a spicy sauce too so i was like i cannot wait but i got those because of the instagram account so i'll link it down below for you guys But what am I loving this week? I guess what I'm loving this week. This is a little odd. Is Meg's boyfriend? What? (laughs) This past weekend, we actually went to his parents' house and we got to swim in his saltwater pool, guys. And I don't know. It was just really nice that like he thought to invite me. And then I was having a really bad day yesterday. I mean, obviously they didn't know this, but John's boy, um, John's John's boyfriend. Oh my god. (laughs) Meg's boyfriend bought us dinner like he bought like a bunch of stuff that we can make at home for dinner and it was just so nice and then we all watched 90 day fiance last night because you guys know that that's our shit but it was just a really great night and it really made a really bad day a little bit better so very thankful for him this week i didn't know that that's so nice yeah well i was just trying to think but i was like i really i can't i can't just say his
1: pool like i was like <laughs> i have to say thankful for
0: him too. i mean
1: i use people for pools i've gone over people's houses that i don't like to use their pools yeah
0: so. Let us know, guys, if you have gone in a pool this summer yet. That was my first time. I don't even, well, I
1: went in the pool like once last summer, but. And to you lucky bitches that have pools, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I'm so jealous. You're everything that I want to be in life. And just enjoy every second you get to go in.
0: Yeah, we've been going to the beach a little bit. Obviously, social distance as much as possible. But I honestly can't even talk any longer because I'm just so excited to get into this episode. But we really hope that you guys enjoy this episode. And yeah, we'll be right back with Brooke.
1: back with Brooke Michio from Gals on the Go and she's going to give you a quick little bio to let you know more about who she is.
2: Hi, Uh, well first off, thanks for having me. So excited to be here. Um, So I I guess a little bio. I'm 23 years old. I currently live in New York City. I am originally from Long Island, New York. I graduated from college at the University of Georgia so I'm really all over the map but I guess by nature I am a YouTuber that's what I started doing at a very young age but this channel since I was 13 so along with that comes all my other social platforms and I have a podcast with my friend Danielle uh, called Gals of the Go and just doing this full-time now which is awesome it's been a ride
0: (laughs) yeah I love the episode today like I already listened to the episode that you guys uploaded this morning and it was so good like it, Oh, like, thank you. Yeah, like it like it was really nice to have like both of you guys back on yeah. it. So we really liked it.
1: Not that we don't love oh. your solo episodes, but it's it's especially it's hard because she was like Danielle was struggling with anxiety and like so we like, both struggle with it. So like yeah, I mean totally obviously not like we don't have the same platform, but like we understand like to a degree how debilitating it is. So we're glad that she's like feeling a little better.
2: Yeah, it was it's definitely great. I mean, I love doing it with a friend. Mm-hmm. That's what we signed up for. We knew originally off the bat we we're like will be nice if someone needs a break, you know, we could do solos or bring mm-hmm. on, like, we, we always have so much fun when we get to bring on, like, our parents or our siblings and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it's, like, what us together that makes the show so special, I feel.
0: Yeah, I know, like, that's what, like, when we, like, decided to make a podcast, too, like, we were, like, it would, it's way more fun to do it with another person, I feel like, because, like, I know you were saying on, like, one of the episodes, and you were, like, it's so hard to almost just, like, talk just you. Like, I don't really know how, like, solo podcasts do mm-hmm. that. Because, like, yeah. we, like we've each done, like, one solo. And, like, I was only able to talk for, like, 25 <laughs> minutes. I was, like, there's no one to bounce off of. Like, I don't even know how to keep going. Doing Completely.
2: That. It's hard.
0: But, like, what do you think is, like, the – I mean, like, because we can kind of relate. But, like, what do you think is, like, almost, like, the best part about working with your best friend?
2: Honestly, I think that we just – because by nature, like, we are best friends and we started off, like – we became friends because of a common interest like we just have a lot of the same like goals and like visions for things I think that's really awesome to have somebody who's equally as motivated as I am I feel like and we have this simple obviously not the exact same sometimes like we want things a different way but we we really have like no drama and things like that so I would say that it's nice having someone to build something with you guys probably Mm -hmm. feel that too
0: Yeah, I know. It's like way more easier with that because then you get to like bounce off of somebody Mm -hmm. and then like being able to like do it together. is like way more fun. I
1: I mean, totally. Okay, so we know that you just moved to New York City. Your apartment is freaking unreal by the way thank you I love like, it the very lucky. Court, I was like literally gagging I could not you live there I was like shit okay the rooftop I'm just dying I know it's really nice I'm very lucky there? do you just like live on the roof oh yeah <laughs> every
2: every day I go up there for like a little bit of time I would say I try to get some sun it's nice especially with these crazy times like if I don't want to leave my apartment I could just go to the roof you know it's
1: nice <laughs> yeah and you can still like be outside but away from yes people. yeah
2: exactly that's what I I really I didn't even need a balcony I was like oh I want an apartment with like a fire escape because that's what everybody does in New York they like sit out Mm -hmm. on the fire escapes but this this building doesn't like really have that I don't know it's just like the setup of it like they don't have those so I was like I need some sort of outdoor area it's really nice very Mm -hmm. lucky yeah
1: that's so fun what's been your favorite part of like living there so far
2: I just feel really inspired again I think it for the longest time I'm like honestly my parents are the best like they're Mm -hmm. Incredible, but I think just moving out. I'm a very independent person. I like, kind of thrive off of being by myself. So moving to like the greatest city, in my opinion, on these yeah. guys, like that's been awesome. <laughs> but then also just being by myself again, just being completely independent. It's definitely like a sense of independence. I've seen a few people here mm-hmm. and there socially distance, which has mm-hmm. been nice. But it's it's definitely a weird time to move. Weird time to do those things. But um, when the perfect place came up, I was like, I kind of have to take this opportunity.
0: Yeah, exactly. I know. I mean, like, I kind of get what you're saying, just, like, with, like, the whole, like, being with your parents, too, because, I mean, like, we're roommates, we live in an apartment now, but, um, yeah, like, cool. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, so, like, our apartment's in New Haven, Connecticut, I don't know if you've, like, heard it yeah. before, yeah, so, like, our apartment's in New Haven, but, like, I live, like, 20 minutes outside of it, that's where, like, my parents are from, and so, like, I was with them during the quarantine, so mm-hmm. it was definitely, I mean, it was kind of, like, a transition coming back, like, being on my own, but it definitely was, like, Kind of nice to be able to get that independence again because I was with my parents for like pretty much like the same amount of time that you totally. were. Totally. Yeah, it's definitely nice to like get that independence again.
1: And that's just something that like we really admired about you because we saw like a lot of people like like influencers, influencers and stuff like still like going out and like doing things and like not being socially distant, but like you were always like very adamant about being socially distant and like preaching it, like how important it is. So we just want to say thank you for doing that.
2: Oh my gosh, of course. I really have, I guess, during this time, kind of found my voice with a variety of social issues, of course, one of them being like the pandemic. So I've just realized the impact that I could have, I guess. And I have so many, you know, impressionable young men and women that watch me and consume my content. So I'm like, I want to be the best version of myself that I can be. Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay, so our next question is, what is the biggest lesson you learned in your first year post-grad?
2: Oh, my gosh. Okay. Loaded um,
1: question,
2: Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, like, a dark answer, but it's really not dark. It's just, yeah. like, I, I always believed, like, up to this point, I was really lucky um, in terms of, like, people who I surrounded myself with that everybody I felt, like, for the most part, like, had my back, I never really dealt with, like, I don't know, just bad, not bad people, I don't want to, like, say, like, bad people, but I never dealt with, I, I, my friends were, like, my true friends, I never, you know, I had problems with, like, bullying and things like that, but that was, like, with non-friends, of course, but, like, my, my core groups of friends in high school, and college were incredible, um, but then I think moving to Boston, I realized that not everybody has good intentions, I will say that, yeah. Um, and it made me realize that like by being vulnerable and open with everybody, it doesn't necessarily have a positive outcome. And I think that I just genuinely like I look at everything like happy go lucky, like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like I these are my friends, like, oh they're so cool. Like, yeah, we're friends, like whatever. And I've gotten myself in one to many situations realizing a little too late that people aren't my friends or they don't have my best interest, I guess, at mm-hmm. heart. Um, so realizing maybe not to overshare as much, not, not even like that, but just like to watch your back in a yeah. bad way. I mean, I know that sounds sick, but like even in a workplace environment, that's true. And like any environment of life, like kind of like you, you have to put you first in yeah. a way.
0: No, like, I mean, like I get that too. I mean, like really everything you say, I'm like, oh yeah, I get that. She's just so relatable, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but, um, I mean, like, obviously, everyone listening to knows that I just graduated in May. So this is like my first year of postgrad. Oh, so, cool. Like, so it was almost kind of cool, like, following along your videos and your content because it was like, oh, like one year. Like, it was kind of like looking into the future almost. But like, I always kind of related to you being like so open and so vulnerable almost because, like, I know you said that that was like something you learned is like trying not to be so mm-hmm. upfront, I guess. Yeah, oh, like,
2: upfront is a better word. That was a good
0: yeah, word to Yeah, because, I mean, like, I'm totally like that, too, where, like, I'm, like, I meet someone, I'm like, oh, my God, let me tell you everything. Yeah. And, like, obviously not every single person is going to have the best intentions with everything, <laughs> but, like, what do you think, like, kind of, I mean, like, this is. it sounds kind of deeper, but it's not really, but it's, like, what, like, what do you think made you, like, so willing to be so vulnerable? Because, like, I mean, I thought it was, I mean, like, it probably wasn't, like, the best moment, but, like, I remember, like, seeing vlogs of you like literally crying and I was like it's so cool that she can like share that I mean like it probably wasn't like super
2: easy to do that but like kind of like
0: what made you so comfortable to be like that vulnerable with your audience
2: well I realized I mean I progress it was like a progressive opening up I think um, even through college and things like that like my whole theme on my platforms has been like keeping it real like showing the highs and the lows, I guess. and the podcast too, obviously. I realized that it was, well, pretty much like, of, of course you're going to get like the, the, the people that are really mean when you really open yourself up. But I would say like it was taken with like such incredible positivity and people like mm-hmm. really uplifting me and like receiving that well and reaching out with like, you know, personal experiences that were similar or whatever it was. So I, I realized very quickly that like by opening myself up like that, It invited my followers subscribers whatever to feel like they're more close with me which is Mm -hmm. the goal overall of course Mm -hmm. um so I totally get that but I think in personal relationships it's a little bit different like just in terms of you know what you choose to keep to yourself and what you choose not to because you may think like I used to think you know if I got good news all my friends would be so happy for me like this is so exciting but um, people are wishing on your downfall sometimes so (laughs) yeah
0: yeah that's a good point to make (laughs) I like that's definitely something I feel like a lot of people have to remind themselves is that like not everybody has like the best intentions or like always wants the best for you out of everything
1: yeah and just because like you have certain expectations for friends or people that doesn't mean like they'll always live up to them like you're going to be disappointed for sure completely I
2: think expectations have to be managed too and yeah. I think that was on me and I think that when you have all it takes is that one experience of like being burned or like realizing like oh I messed up to like reevaluate and I kind of needed that like I think it was like the universe or God or whatever he believes way mm-hmm. of telling me like you're too naive
0: yeah but like one of the things I thought was like so cool being like a viewer of, like you is like watching you go through like obviously the first few months post-grad and like the struggles of like getting your first job and then like quitting that I felt mm-hmm. like I was like
2: almost as excited as you were like oh my god was, thank you <laughs> like what was like the best part of that it's definitely always been something that I, like, dreamed of but never truly thought I could attain, which is, like, mm-hmm. as sad as that is. Like, I p- definitely placed, like, the limiting belief on myself. Like, I was, like, that's – I was almost jealous to a certain extent of everybody that, like, was able to do it full-time because I was, like, oh, like, I'll probably just never be able to do that. Like, mm-hmm. my career is kind of, like, over. Meanwhile, like, I was limiting myself, and I was, like, limiting, you know, how hard I was trying and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really great. You know, I'd always – I over, like – breaks from college and things like that. I had been able to work on my side hustle, which is YouTube and social media full time. And I loved it. I guess graduating college for a variety of reasons, I got a job, you know, it was the social normal thing to do. Plus like uh, finances, of course. Mm -hmm. And I I didn't want to waste my degree or quote, that's in quotes, obviously, but it's just kind of what's expected. It's like, why did you get a degree if you're not going to get a job? But I quickly realized that everybody's path is different. And just because you have a degree doesn't mean you need to use it in the conventional sense. Like I still use I use facets of my degree every single day.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I just went off. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, my god! No, but no, it, so. no but it's just
0: so interesting because, like, I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like it's like kind of like a stereotype almost that, like, a lot of. YouTubers quit their jobs but I feel like it's such like a different generation now with like I mean I watch like a lot of people that like I know that you know like Katie Bilotti and like Natalie yeah. and all that yeah. and like I know like Natalie got like a lot of slack because like she majored in engineering and now yeah. she does social media full-time but it's like I don't know it's like you don't have to get a job that like partakes exactly to your degree and I feel like it was kind of cool seeing like influencers now kind of just like taking that leap of faith and like going after like what they actually want instead of just like only doing like what society tells them, you know?
2: Yeah, I completely agree, um, and I think that like our generation is kind of like defined those standards in a way, like mm-hmm. it really was, and it was more like admitting to like not even like my family, like my mom and dad, because they're always advocates for like me doing what makes me happy, but like. Mm-hmm extended family and like friends it was like a pride thing like oh i have to get a job now like i feel like that's how many people feel you know it's like it's so weird that yourself your like sense of like self attainment and like feeling fulfilled is like tied to a job it's like Mm -hmm. not healthy but that's just how it is which is unfortunate
0: i know i feel like the pandemic and everything has almost been like a shock well it's obviously been a shock to everyone but it's i feel like it's almost like Helped to lessen that a little bit. Yeah, like even like I just graduated, and like I'll be talking to like my family members, and they're like, "Oh, like what are you gonna do?" And I'm like, "What are you gonna do? I don't know. No one knows what's going on right now. Exactly. So it's like I don't know. I feel like it almost kind of like lessens a little bit, but still, I do still like catch myself being like, "Be cool," because like I haven't found a job yet, and I'm still post grad, and so like I find myself kind of like getting all caught up in that. But then I have to remind myself, like, it's post-grad. I'm not going to find, like, my forever job immediately. Like, things could change, you know?
2: Completely.
1: Yeah, so, like, what, I guess, like, what is, like one thing that you wish you knew before you started podcasting because like i know that you like have done youtube for a very long time yeah and i know that's like very different because like Erin has a youtube channel and oh, so like yeah. i've been oh, on like, cool. a couple of her episodes and stuff and like when we started doing a podcast it was very different like you have to even like change your way of speaking like mm-hmm. oh like you don't say like watch this episode you say like listen to this episode <laughs> yeah. or something or like you you don't call them you like you call them viewers and yeah. stuff instead of like your audience so like what's one thing that you wish that you knew before you started podcasting yeah i wish i mean i definitely knew obviously you know going into a new medium like
2: that it's non-visual it's just Mm -hmm. like audio that you need to be because we don't do video any video components with our podcast ever Mm -hmm. um but i knew like it it had to be like a different level of compelling Mm -hmm. because when someone's listening obviously when they're watching your youtube videos you can be saying something non that makes no sense but like mm-hmm. show a beautiful image or whatever and people mm-hmm. are like attracted to it but when you're like just talking to someone directly in their ears like you have to have a clear message or like have a point kind of not I, I don't agree with like having a point all the time because we definitely have like chatter and banter which I think people enjoy too mm-hmm. but you have to be more thoughtful I think with how it is to be unique and like stand out if that makes sense
1: yeah no yeah. for sure and like I know that you've spoken out in the past about like kind of not like ignoring ne- negativity, but sort of like not reading like negative comments and stuff because they just mm-hmm. get you down. Like, how do you deal with negativity? Because like, you're obviously, like you have a huge platform, like you're going to yeah. get, it, you know? Yeah, I
2: think I'm learning a lot that there's a large difference between, uh, there's different types of negativity. You know, there's hate, which is like, you are you gained weight, you're ugly, like whatever, mm-hmm. like just words that I'm like, all right, I don't want to deal like <laughs> okay. with Yeah, actual words of hate. And then there's constructive comments like, hey, Brooke, can you, I'm just giving an example of like a recent one I got, can you turn off your air conditioning when you're talking? Now, when I read that, I'm like, oh, this person's so annoying. Like, why do they care so much? But then I think about it, I'm like, wow, they care because they actually care about what I'm saying and they want to hear me more and like, whatever. That's a light example of constructive criticism. Sometimes it's more direct and things that I don't want to hear. And I'm working on reading them from a place of neutrality and realizing that, I don't want to get my emotions to involved because I often like reply to comments like a, angrily or emotionally, and I'm really working on that and trying to see things like neutral,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and not let the comments just neutrality in both sides. You know, if I get a really positive comment, I'm not gonna like let my head soar through the clouds. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna like stay stay the straight and narrow and uh, work on me. And I'm not perfect. You know, I've definitely made. I mean, I hate to be like I've made mistakes, but like I've done things that I wouldn't do now. Mm-hmm. um and I think that that's part of my platform and like growing and moving forward
0: yeah like, yeah, know for sure I mean like literally while we were like getting ready like while we were like setting up we were talking about how like not everybody's perfect and like mm-hmm. especially now like there's so many people like on the internet especially yeah. like with everything going on that like people like have a lot of negativity in them and they need to get it yeah, out I agree and like they don't really have like like a job to take it out on or Mm -hmm. like all the stuff and like they get it out somewhere and so I feel like they kind of feel like that's the only way to get it out I have a really funny story Meg already knows this one but like so um I mean like
1: oh god I (laughs) I mean like I know what you're talking
0: about (laughs) like obviously as Meg said like I have a YouTube channel it's like so tiny very small I mean like I like barely get like any comments or anything but um like it, it just makes me think about like talking about like negativity and stuff but like when it comes to comments that it's just like what (laughs) like somebody commented on one of my videos one time and they were like this (laughs) they were like this girl would be cute if she didn't have the face of an old (laughs) woman oh my
2: god like get a grip people I know but it's just
0: stuff like that where it's like I mean like obviously I'm not like a big influencer so it's not like I'm like getting comments all the time (laughs) that are like that but it's just like I think that's the only hate comment I'm like hate I like guys
2: that sometimes. is that is it that is hate though because that's just nonsensical bullying yeah. it's not a it's suggestion for how, how you could improve like it's, it's just, yeah, it's just
0: stuff like that oh, I, I mean it's just like what i was saying i mean like that was a few months ago but like i don't know i feel like now like people are just like attacking people all the time and like, yeah you can't expect everyone to be perfect like mm-hmm. i was just telling meg like i i recently started um listening to girls gotta eat I oh, love them. Yeah, they I know. they're so like, good. Like they posted an episode, and they were like talking about how um, what were they saying? Oh, they, like they were talking about how like with like influencers who post like hundreds of thousands of hours of content, you can't expect them to like never offend anybody ever, which is true. Like I mean, people are posting like, I mean, they're posting a podcast once a week, and then maybe sometimes a bonus one. But like you, it's kind of ridiculous for their audience to assume that like they're never gonna say anything that's gonna be like. Uh, I don't know if I like that,
2: you know? Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I'm anti-cancel culture. I'm here for accountability culture, here yeah, for it a hundred thousand percent. But I know for myself, I'm more receptive to change if it comes from a place of positivity. You know, if someone yeah. messages me and they're like, hey Brooke, I, I love your videos. You know, I'm taking the time out of my day to write this because I care about you or like whatever it is, versus gosh, you suck, just delete your chat. Like, yeah. what are you, you know, like you're not, you're not accomplishing much. So I try because I really, For me, it's tough, though, because I really try to be – I also pride myself on, like, being really interactive with fans, subscribers. Like, I don't reply to every DM, but I reply to, like, a lot. Mm -hmm. um, And I try to, like, stay in touch a lot. So with that, it comes, like, reading a lot and, of Mm -hmm. course, like – I stumble upon things and I'm like wow I wish I didn't read that like what a day ruiner. but I'm trying like I said to see things from a place of more neutrality in this case.
0: Yeah I mean like I think what just like says it all the most is like I know you talked about before that like somebody will like send me like a rude comment or like mm-hmm. a rude DM and then like sh- like you'll reply and then they're like oh my god Brooke like I'm so sorry like and they like, yeah like, you're so right like, yeah I'm, like, what were you like wh- what were you trying to accomplish like they think that you're not going to see it but I'm like what like they're doing it for the clout they're
1: really
2: just doing it to like but it is like i just think they don't think they're going to be seen and they don't think they're they're just getting out their frustration and like saying something hasty and it's always crazy to me then because then they get offended like if you post it or whatever and it's like they don't go out and say those things to others. Or I know, I know, I mean, I'll say it. There's people that I've unfollowed because I don't like them or Mm -hmm. I don't like them anymore or their content doesn't bring me joy. I don't think you need to announce it to the world. Like, gosh, you were, you just became so annoying. Like, gosh, I just don't like you anymore. Just silently unfollow, call it a day, you know? No, like,
0: I just, I, I just don't understand because I'm like, I've never been somebody to ever comment, no matter like what they've done, I've never been the person to like just comment and be like, Oh my God, like unsubscribing.
2: I'm like, yeah.
0: like, you can just hit the button. And I, and I, I unsubscribe go. all the
2: time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I unsubscribe all the time. I think it's healthy to go through your subscriptions, who you're following, mm-hmm. but to
1: announce that you're leaving just is, it, it's just not productive for anybody. Yeah. And like what you just said about like going through your subscriptions and stuff, like I listened to the body positivity solo episode that you did, and like you just made so much sense, like especially when you were talking about like, following people that look like you yeah and i I was like why i was i like literally paused it and i was like why don't i do that i was like why don't i follow people that look like me like it doesn't make sense Uh,
2: because i think we're in this we're in this like world where there's like one type of look on social media Mm -hmm. unless you dig for the other people and it like takes a little more time Mm -hmm. but it's like so worth it sorry i cut you off
1: oh my god no you didn't at all but like it really inspired me to like just like i unfollow people like i'm like looking for new, like more positive accounts because like there was a time when like I literally didn't go on Instagram for like three months because I just like didn't, I felt like so negative and I was like, I can't like keep looking at stuff. So I think like that episode, if you guys have not listened to that episode, please like stop whatever you're doing and go listen to it because it was so good. And I feel like literally anybody could relate to that.
2: I tried to make it. Thank you for saying that.
1: I really tried to make it because I get messages
2: across the board from girls of, every body type you know and I get some from girls who are like I struggle to gain weight I struggle to lose weight so I didn't want to make it towards one specific person I just like tried to speak on like personal experiences and things like that and I know that it's um something like every girl deals with but we just don't talk about it which is yeah. so crazy to me every girl deals with it at some point in their life you know what I mean and it doesn't need to be as crazy as like getting help but just I've done it before, but I'm, like, getting ready for a party when parties were a thing, and I try on, you know, 80 different outfits, because I don't feel confident in my clothes. My roommates are like, dude, you look great in everything. Like,
0: (laughs) you know how it is. Yeah. No, but, like, I mean, like, I just thought it was such a great episode, and then also, like, the points you were making about, like, having, like, a medium fit better, but then you're almost, like, Like, you, like, you're, like, embarrassed, almost, and then you get, like, a small. You were talking about, like, um, how, like, you went into Mariah's closet. Yeah. How she she had larges, and you were like, Mm -hmm. whoa, like, oh
2: my god, you're a large, like. Yeah, yeah." because it's crazy, and I remember she told me, like, we were shopping one time, and she was like, like, get a large, and I was, like, kind of offended. I was like, oh my god, like, (laughs) seriously, and she was like, dude, like, it's gonna fit better. Like, what are you doing, you know, and I just never saw it that way, which is, like, crazy how everybody's viewpoints
0: yeah yeah well because that's like that's like something i mean like i struggle with it now too but especially like when i was younger like i remember like it used to like upset me so much because like i mean like now i feel like i have friends of like different body types. but like when i was younger like all my friends were so skinny when yeah. we were in like mm-hmm. middle school and I was like, oh my god, like, I always feel like I'm so much bigger than them. all this stuff. Everybody's different, like, everybody's beautiful, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I feel like that was definitely, like, a wake-up call, especially during bikini season, like you said. Like, I used to oh, be terrified of yeah. I literally used to be terrified mm. of the summer. And now I'm like, oh my god, one pieces are a thing.
1: Oh, I, think, I love one pieces, like. I love high-rise, honestly. Yes, like, high-rise. I can't i uh, need it and i don't care if my tan lines are whack i don't care oh, sure. yeah. that's what that's what fake tans for baby yeah like, true, like, true true yeah well, I about even think about that. and like we're quarantining so like how many people see you okay, anyway? yeah, sure, completely so.
2: agree yeah. yeah i feel that
1: how's like the situation
0: been like in new york city has it been like
2: yeah okay good question happened? honestly yes um i was surprised because obviously when I first started touring units in like June, it was a totally different city. It's been like opening a lot more since then. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say like everything's outside, nothing's inside. Um, I went and got a drink like socially distanced at uh, like, it's a restaurant, but I only got drinks, like sitting at a table with someone. I like had to use the restroom. So I like went inside and it was, no one's in there, you know, it's just empty on the inside. So you can go out places like every, Basically if they have a window for service, like you're not allowed inside, like you just go to the window, which is kind of nice. Um, You can also get drinks to go. Like I'm pretty sure it's like legal to walk around and drink here, which is kind of cool. So I've like been doing that, you know, getting a drink to go and like walking around or even getting a coffee. Mm. Um, I would say like, 90% 90% of people are wearing the masks which is mm-hmm. so nice it's really nice it's enforced here but like it's really nice to see that people actually really do care yeah. all the park on like a beautiful day all of the parks are full but like there's enough space to distance mm-hmm. so I feel like everyone's making do with like how they can I post on my story I was like what's the situation in New York and like oh yeah, yeah no I saw that yeah. 95% of people replied and were like I'm going out like seeing some friends Mm. like obviously no partying or anything like that Mm. but like can you you can get dinner with a friend like it's outside and it's and it's good so how's it where you guys are i mean like it's
0: like i feel like it's pretty much the same i mean like Yeah, so, like, we're in New Haven, obviously, Mm -hmm. and so, like, I mean, everybody wears masks, you never, I mean, like, we just went to Trader Joe's, too, and, like, they have, like, the lines out front, like, Yep, grocery stores are great. Yeah, Yeah, and, like, they're really strict with, like, capacity and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we went to one restaurant and, like, sat outside in, like, June, and, like, it was fine, it was, like, a good time, but then, like, with the cases rising and everything, we were, like, yeah, we're gonna bring it back to takeout. Because, I don't know, like,
2: that's kind of... No, I feel that. That's, that's what... It. I've definitely been opting for that, too, and, like, really only seeing people in pockets. Like, it's been, like, four days since I've seen someone. Yeah. And they've uh, testing really readily available here, so I definitely plan to, like, implement testing into, like, my routines. So yeah. Like, seeing new people, like, I'll go with... It's free. Like, might as well go. Yeah.
0: Um.
2: So, yeah, it's it's something that I guess we're going to have to live with for a while, but luckily I'm comfortable being alone. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, like... Love that for you. Yeah. I mean, like,
0: honestly, in that apartment, I really wouldn't mind being alone here.
2: <laughs> I know. I'm very, very lucky, obviously. Yeah. And my parents are really only a stone's throw away. So, like, if I did want to go home again, like, I could, it's really not far. Uh, yeah. Just a short drive or a train ride, which is nice to be close to home.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, because, like, she's like, I mean, her parents live like 30 minutes, and then mine live like 20. So I mean, it's nice. it's like we're both like really close with our families, So mm-hmm. it's definitely
1: nice. Like being able to still. Totally. Like, okay. So kind of switching gears a little bit. What has been like the biggest inspiration to you? Like what makes you feel the most inspired or like feel like your best self? Like what are your tips that you have?
2: Yeah. Okay. So I guess when it comes like, well, there's two senses of it. Inter- like inspiration to kind of start and like start working for myself and grinding and like all that. That's my mom. Mm -hmm. Uh, My mom works for herself and she, she doesn't do anything like related to YouTube, but, uh, she's just super confident and, um, owns her life, owns who she is. And like that inspires me to like be who I am, I guess. But then when it comes to like day-to-day inspiration, um, I really get a lot of mine from like, literally just absorbing content um, from p- people who I like look up to mm-hmm. or people who work in like a similar industry, I guess. Honestly, I've been really loving Gary Vee lately.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys know
2: Gary Vee? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Or, I mean, he just does like podcasts and YouTube videos and stuff. And it really motivates me to not even like work harder, but just to work because I don't really believe in like, you know, overworking yourself or like yeah. whatever what is that called like toxic working I don't even know there's like a word for it like yeah yeah, yeah. whatever um work a healthy amount you know take breaks that's fine um and just people in the industry I would say because it's always inspiring I think to, s- to see other females males I, I just had mm-hmm. on their grind
0: mm-hmm. yeah I mean like, like kind of going off of like working a lot and like I mean with everything that you do like how do you like specifically balance it all? Because I mean, like obviously, like you're like like yeah. kind of it's your whole brand. It's like being a gallon to go and like having like a bunch of stuff going on at once. Like how do you like keep it all straight?
2: Yeah, um, it's helped a lot putting my job. Obviously, when I, before I did it was unhealthy and like a lot of uh, breakdowns there. So I, I mean, you can't do it all. Like that's just like the truth. Like you can't do it all. So right now, um, and I. Also, I think what's really helpful is asking for help and delegating work yeah. um, when when you can. You know, sometimes I use a video editor, which takes a little bit of a load off me, like not all the time. Um, sometimes I'll, you know, when I'm home, I like have my mom help me take pictures and stuff like that. So I think it's always helpful to ask for help when you need it. Like I, I try to be a one-woman show, but I'm not realistically all the time. I, I have a lot of help on the like brand side too. I have a manager who helps me like facilitate a lot of my branded partnerships and things like that. I don't know how to read a contract. Like, oh, I like l- read a contract and like miss a whole clause in it. That's like a really important one. I'm like, oh shoot, my bad. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I just, <laughs> yeah, it's like not good. So yeah, also saying no to certain things, it sucks. Of course, like I, I'm here for like saying yes to everything, but there's certain yeah. times when your plate is too full and like I'm here for quality over quantity to a certain extent too. Like yeah, just to say true. that you do one more thing, like no, why don't you do like the five things you already do well?
0: hmm I know, like, that's, I I feel like that's just, like, such a big thing, is, like, not, I mean, like, not, like, fully relying on other people, I guess, but just, like, having a team, like, behind you, too, because, I mean, especially, like, doing Gals on the Go, like, with Danielle, and then, like, I mean, like, us working together, like, she does, like, the Instagram and all the social media and stuff. It's so helpful, right? Yeah, and then, like, I I do, like, just, like, I do, like, the sponsorships and, like, the back end, so it's so helpful to have, like, someone that you can, like, count on and, like, rely on almost to just be, like,
1: like another half of you I'm, I'm sure like, agree. you relate to this too because like we did on a smaller scale but like everything that happened with call her daddy and like Alex yeah and Maria, like yeah. how the work you see what happens like when it's not split up and like one person yeah. left with all the work So like, I, we still are like mind blown about that. I know. Same. I know
2: it really, but it does go to show you. Also, I think that they, I mean, if we're going to talk about Alex and Sophia, I think that they really weren't friends before they started. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they didn't really know each other fully. They didn't know Mm -hmm. how each other's work tendencies were, you know what I mean? So I think before going into business with, someone like it's a really big deal like I didn't even really realize that like when we started the podcast it's like we're starting a podcast together and like all my friends were like wow you're going into like business with this person and I didn't even see it that way I guess because I was just like excited or whatever but it really like now that we're in it in it I realized that that's what it is
0: yeah I know like I feel like that's like something that a lot of people don't like think about because I feel like when you're going into business or, like, even if you're, like, living with, like, your best friend or something. Totally, yeah. I feel like yeah. it's something you, like, I mean, like, you can't live slash or even, like, work with everyone. Yeah. So I feel like it's something that you just have to be, like, careful about because, I mean, it could be a color daddy situation and then it could just blow up in their face like it did. Yeah, I cannot believe it. Like, All
1: right. What is something that people misunderstand about you? Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> um, I don't, like, misunderstand is hard because, like, I feel like I really lay
2: it all out there. If anything, I'm more judged for, like, being, like, a mess or being all over the place. Mm -hmm. But I think that comes along with, like, being my my brand is, like, showing it all Yeah, and putting it all on the table, you know? Like, I get a lot of people that are like, oh... Not a lot. I mean, this is like a some percentage. Obviously, people were like, "You always move. Like, I'm sure you'll move again soon." Like, oh my right. okay. god! Oh, I, okay. We
1: saw people. Okay, sorry. Saying I'm, I'm going to be mad for or you yeah. when someone, yeah.
2: when someone com- like I, I mean, I,
0: I think I commented on the post and someone yeah. commented and was like, "Oh, guys, like, don't get too excited. Like, watch her yeah. move again." And I was like, "You think she's going to stay in that apartment for the rest of her life? Like, I
1: know. Gonna yes, stay I'm, stay I'm gonna actually going to die in this yeah. apartment. Like, yeah. ashes scattered on the roof." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah raised my whole family yeah.
2: like in this one bedroom. Shut up. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, where do you live? And I think, <laughs> I'm s- No, seriously. I'm, I'm like, have you looked in the same home your entire life? You yeah. know what I mean? Like but that's what I'm curious of. Uh, Cause I think I'm all here for changing it up, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm here for the people who, you know, uh, go to college. They realize that college isn't for them. They take a year off. They try a new school that didn't work for them. They transfer. Like I have plenty of friends like that in my yeah. personal life and they, are great people and they're figuring their crap out and that's cool. And everybody's journey is different. You know what I mean? Like just because I tried one city and I didn't love it doesn't mean I'm a failure or doesn't yeah. mean that I'm less successful than other people. I think success is also relative term. Yeah. That's what yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. Success to you and me looks different success to, you know, whatever. Um, so I wouldn't say that I'm, like, crazy misunderstood. I just hate when people – but it it comes out of a place of, like, when I am more vulnerable, I mm-hmm. get, like, those type of responses. So, like, I do understand it to a certain extent. But – and it's not much. Like, I feel like it's, like, the 1%, you know? Yeah. I'm so lucky I have, like, Michio Mob and Army behind yeah. me. Like, literally. Um, so, yeah. I know. It,
0: like, it must be so, like, crazy just, like – having all of these people behind you i mean like we're like we're like two randos and i'm like oh my god i know everything
2: (laughs) i love it though
0: like (laughs) like, even like i'm literally nobody and like so we were i mean like before covid we worked at a coffee shop oh cool and and so like i was at work one day and like the coffee shop's right by yale and like like a student from yale like came up to the counter and was like do you have a youtube channel and i was like Oh, I forgot about what? that, yeah. And so I was, like, even me, like, being the literal nobody. That's so awesome. That oh my gosh, stop. So Give yourself more people. credit. Well, okay, yeah. But, like, it's just, like, it's just so weird. And, like, it must be even crazier for you just, like, meeting people or, like, having people, like, talk to you from, like, all over the world who, like, are, like, so close to you, you know?
2: Yeah. I mean, I love it. Yeah, because I, I feel like I have all these, like, virtual friends everywhere and I love meeting people because I feel like I just don't know you guys, but, like, you guys mm-hmm. know me. You know what I mean? So yeah. it is really crazy and cool I guess in all those ways I also get so many messages from girls that I just have so much in common with and it's so crazy it's like I wonder if it wasn't for social media like would we be friends like you Mm -hmm. know like weird circumstantial things um like I got one message recently from a girl who like went to Georgia and she was like I moved to another city and I realized that didn't work out so I moved again and like honestly your whole post-grad journey like I've been on the same ride like just like and it was just like so many parallels I was like I wonder how many people I have these strange parallels with but She's the one messaging me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's so crazy. It's cool to me though. I like I love it. Do you ever like
0: I mean like like I don't even know if this has happened, but like have you ever gotten like recognized from the podcast? Because like I'm like I'm sure you get recognized from like YouTube, but has anyone ever been like out in public and like like recognized you almost from the podcast? or like said anything
2: yeah yeah well i've had people come up to me that are like listening to the podcast which is crazy cool like they'll be like oh I'm literally oh God, like so um like on the streets of boston i'm like that's oh my so gosh wild. that's so cool but it's hard to distinct because i think there's a lot of crossover yeah um like in listenership so it's interesting
1: yes yeah. <laughs> our last question is what has been your biggest failure and how did you recover from that cool Oh, loaded? Oh I told you it was a I deep a question. Like, yeah, we
0: had a lot of loaded ones. So sorry.
2: No, it's okay. Um, okay, so actually I've talked about this like a few times, but like Georgia wasn't my dream school really. Mm-hmm. When I was a sophomore in high school, my dream school was University of Miami in Florida. Yeah, because um, I, yeah, I applied and I didn't get in. I got um waitlisted and then rejected. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know that this isn't much of, like, a crazy failure, of course, but I just think it's, like, an example. I have, like, many failures. It's not like that's, like, my greatest failure. Like, I have, like, fails every day. You know what I mean? I know, right? but like, I live a very privileged life. Like, I, you know, have for luckily survived a lot of um, things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like that was the first instance of my life where I realized that you could have these plans in your head and, like, plan all you want, but, like, yeah. the universe has a different plan for you, kind of. And uh, you have to, like, roll with the cards that you're dealt, I guess. And I realize now, looking back, that school is not for me. I would not have thrived there, um, mm-hmm. just with, like, the party culture and, like, life in Florida. It's nothing against it. It seems like a super fun school, but, like, I think I wouldn't have lasted very long. So, yeah, like, yeah. everything happens for a reason in a weird way.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like that's how I feel, too, because, like, kind of when you were talking about, like, transferring and stuff like that, like, I went to Salvia Regina in Rhode Island for a year. And then I hated it. So then I like I took a semester off and then I transferred it to University of New Haven in West Haven. Cool oh. New Haven. But um and then like that's
1: how we met. Yeah, in and then that's how oh, cool.
0: and so it's like it's kind of like I like it. I'm like I'm like definitely one of those people that's like, oh everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Because then I'm like I am like I randomly got put in this like this freshman transitions class, even though I was a sophomore and then I randomly took the seat and then she sat, I next, sat next to me. Next to and it, it, oh my it, God, I love it. And so it's like, I don't know. And then like, I don't know. And then like, I mean, that, like, obviously at the time, like University of Miami was like such a dream school, but then like all the stuff that's happened since then. And like, if like, even where you are now, like who even knows that you would be in New York City if all that had
2: Literally, been. that's what I say. Like people are like, do you regret taking a job? Do you regret any of this stuff? I, I really try to no. live without regrets. Of course, there's you know, things that maybe I would have done differently, but I try not to live with regret because yeah. I think that's yeah. a really, he- that's a heavy thing to carry with you too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I try to forgive myself for whatever. And I realize that what I- everything that has happened previously in your life for you guys and for me has brought us here. Yeah. So, which is pretty weird to think about. Like it's kind of trippy to think mm-hmm. about, but
1: <laughs> we're here. No, <laughs> Yo, and you're basically living like the whole mantra of living with no regret, because like you did take that job yeah tried living in boston and you realized it wasn't for you like you didn't have that like what if moment like you did it yeah and then you could always like go home and then like you ended up moving to new york and now you're like living your best life so i think (laughs) that's basically just like living that's like so true what you just said though yeah yeah i feel like this is really like the set the start of like in a strange way like the second
2: half of my life like i feel like i really you know i was growing and learning and becoming who I was I feel like in college and even last year and now i'm like ready to like send it you know yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> well it's like i like I know like I, w- I think I was watching like one of your videos or something and like or maybe it was like an instagram picture or something but like somebody commented and was like just like like your energy and like your vibe i guess is like it's just like so much happier mm-hmm. and like I feel like everybody can just tell that this is like you. where you're supposed to be
2: and so yeah seems, like, hey. thank you I've, i and I'm so here for like gals supporting gals like the happiness like mm-hmm. transcends and all that and I appreciate you, you guys being like so happy and supportive of me because I I've been there like I uh, just to, when I was working my job and I saw all the Boston YouTubers you know thriving and like mm-hmm. not working or so it's obviously they yeah. work yeah. like on personal projects and stuff I was so like jealous that I was almost mad and like angry about it
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I really like, that was a turning point for me. I, like, decided to just, like, start being happier for other people. Yeah. And so I think it really is just a beneficial cycle for all. And obviously, I'd, I'm not out here, like, be happy for everything. But, like, if, if someone you look up to or someone you like or a friend or something does something cool, like, be happy for them. Like, it's mm-hmm. awesome.
0: Yeah, I know. I feel like it's just, like, it's so easy to get jealous of people. Oh, But, like, yeah. it's, it's so much more beneficial for them and, like, the whole world to just be, like, happy for them. Yeah. Just like to like support them as well. I'm like, okay, like, yeah, like, it's so cool that like you and Danielle have such a huge podcast and you guys are like really big inspirations to us, but we're not going to sit around and be like, oh my God, like, they're so much more successful. Yeah. Like, we hate them. Like, it's important to like support support
2: them and like support all of it. Like,
0: I don't know. Just like support everyone's stuff. No, thank you
2: for saying that. Yeah. I think it's important because. It's just not helping anybody, especially yeah. like, if you're toxic and bitter, like we talked about it. Like if it's bothering you that much, unfollow. You know, get it out of your life because mm-hmm. like the neg- that that negative vibe is like. I, I found out recently that people do this thing like hate watching, like when it comes to YouTube and stuff. Like they watch them when they hate purposely to like. But I'm like, isn't that just ruining your day?
1: Like I don't <laughs> get it. I don't I get it. Time. That's yeah. Crazy. I don't even know people do that. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's strange story. to me. Like, yeah. get a
2: job. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, That's get a what I always job. say. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, if you put in those hours towards something else, then it doesn't even need to be, like, journaling or, like, whatever, but, like, yeah. just towards so, anything else. Like, yeah. you'll be in a better place. Yeah, I'm like, you could start your own YouTube channel
0: with the amount of time, you, like, people spend <laughs> working <watching> your <laughs> stuff.
1: Really, you like drama. Start a drama channel. Yeah, like, it's true.
0: <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We had a lot of fun. Me too. Thank you guys so much for having me. Oh my yeah, god. no. I mean, like, I, I mean, like, I've always felt like watching your videos and like listening to your podcast. Obviously, that like we would be friends in real life if yeah. we met. So this is just kind like kind of affirming that.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. If I ever go to New Haven, I'll have to hit you guys up. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> yeah, we um, would die. Yeah, Will next we... time
0: we're in New York City,
1: ever if we ever yeah. get to go again. I know
2: that's what I was about to say. Like probably not for like a year, but like maybe yeah. eventually.
1: At least, yeah, we can go get a drink or something or yeah. a couple. But yeah. thank you yeah. so much for coming on the episode. Of course, yes. thanks so much for having you.
2: me. Oh my God, Thank you bye. so much. Thank you. Thanks for bye having you. me. Yeah, you too. Bye.